0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. This is Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. Uh, not uh, the biggest surprise in the world here. Justin Fields is heading to the NFL draft. Uh, it is a little bit uh, surprising to know how close he may have been to coming back to Ohio State uh, for one more year. Talked to some people over the weekend and, and even on Monday morning before he posted the final decision. He had made up graphics to both stay and return. I don't know if that will be any solace. Uh, To Ohio State fans who wanted to watch him play another year and chase a Heisman Trophy and uh, try and get back to the national title game. Uh, But this was the move all along that he would come to Ohio State for two years that he'd work with Ryan Day and become a first round draft pick. Uh, That's about to happen. And now that plan has uh, been
1: come to fruition
0: and Justin Fields is leaving Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I mean, the surprise sort of was out of the bag last Monday night when Ryan Day said, I'm going to miss him. <laughs> um, so I, I guess, and you know, Justin was asked about it and made no real bones about it after the Alabama game that he was leaving. So maybe the last couple of days he had some some doubts or, you know, needed to do a little research into the the quarterbacks available in the draft the teams that are going to be picking quarterbacks. But ultimately, these guys work for this moment. And you, you, know, you, you could say, sure, come back next year, raise your stock a little bit, but how, you know, do you really help yourself by going from the eighth pick in the draft to the first pick? I don't know. I mean, is it worth the the risk of getting hurt or any of the other things that can happen? I don't think so. You know, I, I think that for Justin Fields, he's likely going to be a top 10 pick. It, it makes sense to go now. And, and as you said, I mean, mission accomplished.
0: Yeah, certainly nobody's going to uh, fault him for that. He's not, no matter what happens, uh, even if other quarterbacks you know, move ahead of him or he doesn't go the second quarterback off the board, he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Uh, there's no question about that. I think the things that factored into his mind there were you know, staying in school to to finish up some more uh, classwork and degree, potentially, um, to try and become that number one overall draft pick because he knows at this point that Trevor Lawrence is going to be that. Uh, he's made no bones about trying to win the Heisman Trophy, didn't really have a legitimate shot at it this year thanks to that abbreviated schedule. And um, you know, the stats that, you know, he weren't he wasn't able to match them and then had that rough outing against Indiana and Northwestern. Uh, and then just, you know, development a little bit more and trying to play for a national title. Understand all those things and also understand that he's a first-round draft pick and, and about to have a life-changing amount of money. That's, no one will ever fault him for that. And that's, again, Ohio State has been prepared for that.
2: And Ohio State you know, isn't going to fault him for making the decision because he's done just about everything he can short of winning the Heisman and winning a national championship. You talk about stepping in, winning a starting job, two Big Ten titles, uh, two trips to the college football playoff, a trip to the national championship, uh, 5,000 passing yards, uh, an incredible amount of touchdowns, few turnovers. Like He's proven everything he needs to prove. And I've said since the beginning that whoever passes on him, whatever teams that is, Jaguars, a couple other teams, they're going to regret passing on him because he's going to be a really good pro i'm still going to stick by that the only thing that i thought that maybe could bring him back was the idea of winning that heisman being the first overall pick but also going from working with ryan day to going to work with a veteran quarterback you might have to sit a year like would you rather work with ryan day for another year and then go to the nfl or would you rather go to the nfl and work with an nfl quarterbacks coach because they're kind of wanting the same so i was just wondering If that factored into the decision, but obviously um, the money plays out or wins out, the uh, idea of playing in the NFL wins out most of the time for these guys.
1: I think I'm hoping, sorry to interrupt, Justin, I'm hoping that the NFL doesn't take what happened with Dwayne Haskins and use that against Justin Fields. And I I think that that there's a possibility that that does occur. So I'm not going to be surprised if you see Justin fall into like the 15, 20 pick range. And if that does happen, it's probably in his best interest. I, I honestly, if you look back to like Aaron Rodgers, for example, the fact that he went 26th in the draft probably was the best thing that ever happened to him in his NFL career. And for a guy like Justin Fields, who I mean, I think we can be realistic and, and say that he's the best quarterback we've ever seen at Ohio State, but still also understand that he's gonna need time to develop. And being put in a situation where he's thrown into the NFL, into a team like Detroit or somewhere like that, where you, you know that there's going to be a rush to get him on the field, I think does him a
0: disservice. So, I mean, I, I'm hoping for Justin's long-term career that he actually does drop a little bit. Well, Washington will probably be picking in about that same spot. And you hope that uh, he doesn't have to go to that same franchise uh, that uh, did not work out well for Dwayne Haskins. It's kind of funny to think back um Berm to when Justin Fields made that decision that they shared, you know, Dwayne and Justin Fields, that there was this, you know, tied to them that they were great friends, that they were both trained by Quincy Avery, um, that you know similar mindsets, maybe that would, would lead to Justin Fields picking Ryan Day and coming to Ohio State. These two wound up being very different uh, players, different mentalities. And as you said, I watching him for the last two years, we were all very blessed to do so. He is one of the greatest athletes, one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen. Um, and when you look at it now with the, the way his numbers will stack up, I mean, obviously, they're pretty favorable to most of the career numbers won't you know, touch a JT Barrett. He doesn't have a Heisman like Troy Smith or a national title like, you know, Craig Krenzel or some other guys. But in terms of pure ability, there's no way that there's been anybody better than this guy. Nope. I mean, he's the most talented quarterback I've ever seen come through Ohio State. I I said when he walked into the building
1: that I thought we'd see a combination of a a Dwayne Haskins type arm with a Rexton Miller type. Um, athleticism. I and mean, we didn't really get to see that athleticism really put on full display because the Buckeyes offense has evolved and doesn't use the quarterback in that way. But, you know, those, those glimpses when Justin really got loose or whatever, I mean, you get to see what he, what's going to make him special. And in the NFL, there's not going to be a, a restriction on, on how much he runs and how much he, you know, because the goal there is just to, to win, win, win um and best quarterback I've ever seen I I mentioned it to people you know before he arrived at Ohio State that seeing him in high school in the uh the Elite 11 against Trevor Lawrence he was the best high school quarterback prospect I'd ever seen uh he had the best summer I've ever seen a high school quarterback have and uh it's not surprising to see what he became
2: and it's not entirely going to surprise me Berm if the opposite happens of what you said earlier where instead of him falling, he might rise in the draft and become, you know, the guy that everyone has to trade up to number two to take. Because like you said, that summer in high school, he was so good in that circuit. He's the best when he's in those seven on seven situations, when he's in those kind of situations where he's doing all the drill work, he's got the, you know, all of the the 40 time is going to be incredible. The the cone drill will probably be great. All of that garbage that the NFL cares about, he'll ace that. Those tests, and so I do think there's an opportunity for him to even rise from where his draft stock is right now, just because when he's in those situations, you know, that's when he beat Trevor Lawrence for the Elite 11 and things like that.
0: All right. So Justin Fields is gone. We knew that this would happen. Berm, what's what do you what do you view as the next step here for Ohio State? They're going to go into spring camp uh, with at least. Uh, you know, Kyle McCord arriving early and C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller, who did not get their normal full freshman years, but they have been on campus for a full season. There have been some uh, hints from you that maybe a graduate transfer would be needed to provide some experience with those three guys having not thrown a pass in college at this point. It's a fascinating spring for Ryan Day. He's gone through this before where he's had to remake that entire uh, unit. This maybe is not quite as extreme as when Justin Fields arrived, but it's, it's – uh, you're getting the keys to a national title contender. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's
1: really the, the sell here. And the the problem is, as you mentioned, you have Kyle McCord who arrives this week. Uh, You have Jack Miller and CJ Stroud. None of them have thrown a pass in college football. Um, They're obviously very talented guys. CJ Stroud was a five-star prospect coming out of high school. Kyle McCord is a five-star prospect coming out of high school. Jack Miller was a high four-star prospect, but they've never thrown a pass and college football is different. And, you know the goal is Ryan Day has said over and over in his time at Ohio State was that they want four scholarship quarterbacks in that room and right now they have three and so the question is where does number 4 come from and how do you balance that with the the egos and the need to develop these other young three guys so i personally believe 100% the buckeyes are going to have to look for a transfer or a grad transfer in the in the portal with the free transfer coming up it's a weird opportunity because you know, you can look at it, and I've talked to you about this privately. My my belief is that a guy like Malik Wills at Liberty would be the perfect fit for Ohio State to come in and play and lead the Buckeyes to a national championship next season. Does Is that worth the risk of upsetting the balance in the room with, with Stroud, McCord, Miller, and someone potentially leaving, or maybe two guys leaving, knowing what happens with, uh, you know, Quinn Ewers coming in next just next January? So there's all these things that are going to have to be Bounced around, and you know, I know that it's not the conversation Ohio State wants to be having heading into the spring. You'd rather just turn the focus to okay, let's get these three guys ready. But it's Ohio State. The goal is to win a national championship. Do you do you believe that you're going to win or have the best chance to win a national championship with three quarterbacks who've never thrown a college pass? And I think that that's going to be the discussion over these next few months. I think you have talented enough players to do that because you have the full complement of, of, of an offense especially i mean we're still waiting on a chris olave and jeremy rucker decision If those guys decide to come back all of a sudden becomes a real simple situation for any quarterback to just like hand the ball off to these guys throw the ball to these guys mac jones was going to be a first round pick in the nfl because he had that type of offense around him he was not he wasn't that guy a year ago joe burrow was the number one pick in the nfl draft last year because he had an offense around him that was incredible so if you can you can get by by having a really talented, unproven quarterback, but you need to make sure that you're making the decision that's in the best interest of the program, short-term and long-term.
0: Whoever it is to get a benefit over the weekend with Thayer Munford confirming what we had talked about last week, that he was going to use that uh, extra pandemic eligibility year. So that offensive line should be fine. You talked about the weapons. Whether Chris Olave, um, whenever he makes his decision uh, later on today, you're still going to have Garrett Wilson, those talented – uh, freshman from a year ago, and Jamison Williams. Um, you know, I, don't, I guess it's not, a, there's no value to making a prediction about Jeremy Ruckert right here, but there's plenty of other weapons here, uh, and that backfield is going to be incredibly loaded uh, with with four guys, I think, that Ohio State right. F-
1: five on. Five guys who are early enrolling this week on the offense. You have Emeka Abuka, you have Jaden Ballard, you have Marvin Harrison Jr., you have Trey Henderson, you have Evan Breyer. All these guys are coming in, Sam Hart, so the entire, I mean, there's 15 early enrollees arriving, so the Buckeyes <laughs> the buckeyes are getting a full comp a full new you know basically starting offense and defense coming in in the
0: next uh, week so there's going to be a lot of parts to play with and that's why you have to get that one guy right because ohio state has national title uh, potential and ability everywhere else yep
2: for sure. I, I, I think you guys said it best. I, this, team, this team should win a national championship next year if they, if they pick the right guy at quarterback. And I think that's the, the biggest thing. And you just put your trust in Ryan Day that, hey, he was able to develop Dwayne Haskins. He was able to develop Justin Fields. You got to be able to. Those guys, you know, both uh, had Ryan Day had a big hand in what they were doing. Now he's developing the kids straight from high school. Um, and you wonder how that's going to work out. But I think uh, the Buckeyes have some trust in him that he can get one of those guys ready or, like Burm said, bring in a transfer. But I think this team, yeah, with everything they have coming back on offense and then if they can find the right guy, a quarterback, can win a national title.
0: All right. The decision has been made. Justin Fields is heading to the NFL draft. Ohio State's going to need a new quarterback uh, to carry this, uh, carry the torch and head the program on to next year if they're going to get back to the college football playoff. Probably not the last you're going to see of us over the next couple of days as we break down all the NFL decisions and offseason moves For Ryan Day and the Buckeyes, he's Berm, and that's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Buyers Auto. Stay with us for full coverage of the Buckeyes at lettermanrow.com.